and we are live what's going on everybody thank you for joining us today on unfiltered day six episode number six and today we're gonna talk about soccer saturday we're gonna go and analyze some of the ball sleep predictions that we did with stevie g uh boy Sergio yesterday uh, unfortunately he's not here uh because he forgot to pay his debt to the Mexican cartel um so he has to deal with that but anyways Paul O here I'll be hosting you today and we are getting started as we are speaking right now Atlanta United is getting ready to go against New England Revolution are we gonna see the champions do something different this time or are we gonna see the pressure from the coach of New England, implement up on his players and make them go extra ham on a Saturday. Saturday is the, the equivalent on the NFL Sunday for the MLS. Everybody play today. Everybody play today. And just to get started, just to get started, we're gonna go a little bit as the day went because uh, we are gonna discuss the MLS. But let's start with Tottenham Hotspur. Tottenham has reported that Harry Kane and Dele Alli are both out due to injury. They're both out due to injury and that's definitely gonna hurt Mauricio Pochettino uh, because they're key fundamental parts of the squad. Today it wasn't necessary as they were playing Huddersfield. Huddersfield, a team that is already uh, relegated, you know, they're probably just making the best out of it, having some beers, chilling with some elite models, you know what I mean? Just, you just gotta make the best out of it, you know? You try, that's why soccer is so competitive, that's soccer is so competitive. It might not be that they suck, it might just not be good enough for, for the league. And I'll tell you what, it's very hard to be good enough for any of these leagues, the Premier League, Serie A, etc., I mean... Dude, you gotta you gotta do something. You gotta be someone to be there. But with that being said, we saw Lucas Mora go him, score a hat trick, which is very uncharacteristic. You know, he's usually a winger. He's usually the one that passes or jukes like three players and then passes it to someone, grabs his space, and then that way the other person can focus on finishing. But he got the job done today. He got the job done today, and uh, he went ham. I want to say Victor Wanyama went ham too. He juked the keeper in the first goal. That was fun to see. Uh, but I mean, um, I don't think there was any uh, any doubt about the outcome. 1.20. The houses in Vegas paying for Tottenham. That is shit. Slower than what Barcelona would pay. And, uh, and yeah. But uh, are they going to be able to do this against Manchester City? I don't think so. Now that Dele Alli is out and now the Harry Kane is out, I don't think. I don't think they're going to be able to pull it off. Manchester City definitely got the upper hand. For the next one, we got Southampton and Wolverhampton. Um, you know, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy to see... It's kind of crazy to see how the Premier League is because Wolverhampton was just going ham. They lost um, in the FA semifinal against Watford. But the Lakers are doing pretty decent, uh, especially with Raul Jimenez, you know, the Mexican just going ham for the team. Uh, but today, Southampton, uh, you know, he, he proved why the Premier League is the most watched one. It might not be, it might not be the top one in terms of quality, in terms of quality, 
turns to unified soccer, you know. I believe, I personally believe La Liga is the best one. But this kind of results are the ones that like make you want to watch this. And this is something that has been implemented in, the, in La Liga too, if you see. Like, uh, uh, just to jump a little more ahead. We saw Barcelona tie against Huesca. Yeah, it was it was Barcelona's uh, probably B B to C team, but you know Huesca being uh, at the bottom of the table and not really being able to impose much, uh, kind of like Huddersfield, but of Spain, uh, they really did a number by getting a tie of Barcelona. Anyways. I would say that here Southampton. I would say that here Southampton did make the best out of their chances. Uh, they did make the best out of the game because Wolverhampton had 70% of possession. Yes, it's a south of play, but how can you score three goals when you only have the ball 30% of the time? That's that's pretty insane to me, honestly. Uh, and they also have way more chances than Wolverhampton. Looks like they were playing. Uh, if you saw the game, they were playing a little. Um, they're playing a little different. They were playing with a counter counter attack strategy kind of mindset. That's exactly how counter attacking works if you execute it good. I mean, Nathan Redmond is nothing out of this world, but he scored two. He was able to like provide um, the goals that their team needed. Also, Shane Long score. Came in in the 61 minute from Danny Ings. So Southampton won 3 to 1. Good change of strategy. Good on the coach. He definitely outdid uh, those, um, Spirito Santo on this one. And uh, it's time to move in onto the next game Manchester United and West Ham. Um, you know, I saw the game. I didn't think the first penalty um, was a penalty. I mean, when you see the replay of that, it's kind of like uh, it was all legal. It's kind of like when someone gets to the ball, you're imagining like you're about to clear the ball, right? You're the, you're uh, you're a defender. You're a defender, send it back, and then someone is coming towards you and takes a touch, takes a touch, and the touch is too like it's too big, you know. So you get in front of him, and then this guy tries to like. At full speed run. And because you're in the way. You know. He's going to crash against you. Right. So it's going to happen. He's going to fall of course. So. Something very similar happened. And that was the first penalty. Uh, West Ham was able to tie it up. Which made the game very interesting. Because I assume. Not a lot of people were not expecting. Uh, this game to be disclosed. Honestly. Uh, but. It, that, that that was only seen also. Because. Uh, Chicharito. Uh, Chicharito with that game and since that game that Chicharito went off uh, West Ham has been able to implement better they have been playing better I have noticed them playing better the pressure each one everybody has better communication better replacement of work to be and uh, I would say that had it not been for that mistake of the referee, it would have been a tie. It would have been a tie, and uh, Manchester United would be in deep trouble. The second was a penalty. It was a penalty. But these are the beautiful controversies of soccer. You know what I mean? 
beautiful controversy in soccer. Uh, so Manchester United won 2-1 to one to the three points, and they're still with the hope to finish top four and get into the Champions League for next year. Um, you know, because it's really hard to beat Barcelona at home. I mean, especially when, when Messi is like this. We already discussing this on episode three. Uh, episode three, what the fuck is an unfilter? If uh, if you have not seen that conversation, I invite you to see it. Uh, because we talk like this the whole time. Fuck shit ass. I mean, let's say it like it is. I, I'm not here to like, talk to you like Stephen A. Smith and talk like this and tell you that, that, that he's the best of all time. We, we don't do that shit in here. We don't do that here. Wakanda, we don't do that here. So, on that note, we're going to move um, to the next uh, to the next country that we had in the list. We have uh, a list of what we're going to do in here. Uh, we're going to analyze the main teams uh, of La Liga. And then we're going to move on to the MLS. Let's go... With obviously the only two teams that we'll analyze, because uh, you know everyone else is trash. Atletico Madrid beat Celta Vigo. Um, I think I believe that they got their group back. I mean, it was hard to lose against Juventus, and they did mess them up a little bit, uh, so you can see in the records. But uh, but Atletico Madrid are able to. Uh, I able to get that mindset back. It was very unfortunate that the loss against Barcelona. I think it was bullshit that Diego Costa got a red card, got suspended like that. But uh, he's like the Spanish Joey Barton too. I mean, this guy is just a brawler. He's one of those people. So what were we expecting? Um, but eight games, dude. Eight games. Like these guys gonna be suspended till. Fucking September, October. That's that's a lot of soccer to mess, man. I don't think that's fair. But uh, yeah, I got the red car, and then they lost against Barcelona. Um, and then today they were able to be Salto de Vigo. Salto de Vigo is pretty nice, but Atlético Madrid is better. Two zero the final score. Like I said earlier, Huesca tied against Barcelona. Barcelona played with probably what you would consider their C team. Um, I mean. Let's see. There was that three starters, four, four starters, and then Malcolm who comes on occasion, depending on the game. Uh, the starters were Vidal, Marquetel, Stergen, Umtiti, and Usman Dembele. And Usman Dembele was playing striker too. Uh, you know, a position that is not uh, of his natural element. But it makes sense. I mean, you know, Barcelona went ham, and uh, and when you have the Champions League, you, Champions Leagues, when the Champions League is being played earlier during the week, and you have games on the weekend that are not too important, you're gonna see this. Uh, you know, I'm just telling you as as a, as a future reference. Like uh, a lot of these teams, like they don't give a fuck about tying or, or even losing one, like Juventus did. Uh, if it means that they get to rest their players up. And uh, the probabilities of winning the next couple of games go up a lot. You know, you don't want to overburn your players. It's not FIFA. They can't just fucking run like that. That's not real. So, uh, moving on to that. Uh, well, Sevilla played Real Betis. It was a 3-2 game. 
but I mean, who fucking cares, man? No, I'm just kidding. It was uh, it was a pretty good game. It was a pretty good game. Uh, Sevilla got the win through the two at the 82nd min minute to Christian Tello. Right now, at this time, Sevilla is standing number four on the league while Betis uh, of uh, Guardado Linus, Linus is uh, in ninth place. Uh, I think Sevilla's got it on their back to play the Champions League. They always do this shit. They go to the Champions League and then they lose and then they go to the Europa League. Uh, and I think they did that for a while in the early in the early 2010s. They did that a lot. Like Rakitic won the 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 Europa League with Sevilla with these guys, and that that's when he got noticed. So that was pretty cool, I thought. Uh, Borussia Dortmund in Germany won two to one against Mainz, um, and they had all their starters. I will say Mainz uh, Mainz five is not a bad team. They're not a bad team. But at the same time, like uh, it's suspected, it was suspected for Borussia Dortmund to take more control than they did. I mean, they did have more possession, um, but they should have created more chances. Like Mainz had more chance, more bigger chances, like you know, clearer chances that they did, which is pretty crazy considering how the went the game went. But you know, they were able to pull the job. Well, which is kind of what you want to do after you get slapped by uh, your arch rival national television. Uh, you know, lost 5-0. And right now, they are at the top of the table with 66 points. But Bayern just needs to win their next game in order for them to pass them. So, they're probably nervous right now. But they get the job. Still another day to fight. Like I said, Juventus lost. Um... You know, I mean, hey, man, if you're going ham in the Champions League, that's probably your main focus. I mean, these guys, let's see. Do, 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 do. They're winning the Serie A by 20 points, so it doesn't matter. They they, they, <laughs> they fucking won. I mean, Napoli just has to choke for them to, like, win the title. They were supposed to win the title today, actually. But uh, but I think Spal just needed the points better, which is pretty crazy because, like, um, you know, they're in the 13th uh, position, and the name is Spal. Like, I mean, if you re replace the L with the M, it's Spam. So Juventus lost against Spam. But, of course, Juventus had more possession. And at the same time, um, they didn't play with a bad team either. I mean, uh, Ronaldo did definitely rest. You want to rest your superstar so you can go him. But uh, but they had everyone else, including Moiskin, the boy. Um, but they just couldn't get through. I mean, Moiskin scored though. That guy is insane, dude. Moiskin is the future. I need you, I need you to remember that name, Moiskin, Moiskin, because that dude is the future. But ooh, Moise, Moise dropped the beat. But um, Milan won two. Uh, they won one zero against Lazio, which honestly I thought that was gonna be a tie. That's a pretty pretty difficult one. But moving on to the MLS now. Moving on to the MLS, um, you know, it's been a little uh, pity pity because as we predicted, you know, a 
Columbus crew was not, uh, they weren't even able to, uh, to get a point. Surprisingly, Impact Montreal came out and, uh, and they did the did, they did the do, they did have less possession and they did have just one chance, but that's what you need in soccer sometimes. Sometimes you just need one chance and that's what they did. The goal was scored by Harry Novillo. And Columbus choked, dude. I mean, they had Zardis and Higuain. They have Will Trap. They have a guy named Robinho. Oh, Robinho, bro. But they weren't able to get the win. Houston Dynamo continues to fucking keep going. I don't know what happened in that team, but they're going ham. Houston Dynamo is going ham. He's going ham. Uh, and they even missed a penalty. Mauro Manotas missed a fucking penalty in the 35 minutes. Mega choked. But then he went him because he got two assists. He got an assist. Uh, and in the 52nd minute, Albert Ellis scored. Then he got assist for Thomas Martinez. Thomas Martinez scored. Um, and in the 56th minute, Jackson UL will tie it up. But. It was short-lived. Wow, man. If you, if you look at this, within 10 minutes, within 10 minutes of the game, from the 50th to the 60th minute, everyone, like, that, that's when all the goals happen. So if you were getting hot dogs during that time, you're about phone, man. 2-1, to one, the final score for Houston Dynamo. They keep rolling. They are one of the few undefeated teams in the season so far. And... And they're third. Wow, man, they are third. Watch out for Houston Dynamo. That's 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 the black horse. That's the black horse of this tournament right now. Uh, Seattle Sounders beat Toronto FC, and this changes a couple things. It changes a couple things because this means that the Sounders were better than we expected. Because Rodriguez did get injured, like we talked yesterday. Rodriguez got injured, and he they didn't want to risk him, which makes sense. And Toronto. Gave up, gave the fight. They gave the fight, like I said, they would. They brought him just the outdoor coming in. He scored two goals. He scored the two goals. Like I said, he was hot. He was hot. He was going to bring it. But it wasn't enough. And it's crazy. And it's crazy because um, it's just, uh, you know, it's like it's it's like the equivalent of, uh, of Juventus playing with Ronaldo, but they still won, you know? But Toronto FC is nice, you know, they ain't no bitch team. So, this kind of shit is pretty crazy, man. I mean, Christian Roland scored the third one. And the best be glad they did because Josie Altidore was coming in hot. Um, but Seattle got the win. So now it's only three undefeated teams in the MLS. That is insane, man. That is insane. I can't wait for this fucking season. Mm. Like I said, goals, the first two goals were scored by Will, by Will Bruin and Christian Roland. And this is important too. Why? Will Bruin is a professional striker. Right? He's a professional striker. But he's not better than Ruiz He's not. He's not. He's good. But he's not better than Ruiz Yet, because of the system... Because of the system that they have been implemented and because of the position of Christian Lodato and the communication that they have, they even have a way for Christian Roldan and Gustav Sefson, their, their defensive 
midfielders to come up and go forward without like wasting too much stamina. You know, because if you do that too much, then you're not going to have defense in the midfield. So they have been able to implement a way in which they can build up a play. Because if you watch a game, they can build up a play and then have Will Bruin or whoever is a striker finish. You know, they have a way in which they can also let Will Bruin or whoever, whoever is a striker, go at his natural pace, go at his natural flow, which is pretty important too if you want to be a striker. Um, and yeah, so far that is what we have. 3-2, the Sounders won, one of the few undefeated teams in MLS at Houston Dynamo. That is important. Again, again, it's early in the season, but it's good to know all this. And we move until right now, right now live actually. Right now, Minnesota United is playing New York City. 3-3. You know, when I stopped watching at the half, it was 3-2. to two. They scored five fucking goals in the half. Five fucking goals in the half. Man, that is insane. You know, Darwin Quintero came back. And the New York City and them have been at it. In the 30 minute, Osvaldo Alonso scored. The New York City scoring two goals in three minutes. Valentin Castellanos in the 60 minute. Ismail Tajuri Shradi at the 80 minute. And then... Minnesota United score in the 20th minute. And then in the 32nd minute, uh, there was an own goal by New York City, which gave Minnesota the win. So in 32 minutes, there was five goals. That is fucking insane. That is awesome, dude. And the fact that this happened in the U.S., should have you fucking tingling. It should have you fucking tingling, I swear to God. Because this is some Europe shit. Through through through. 3-3 three to three right now. Here at the score. He's about to Judy Shradi score in the 64 minute to make it tight. But New York City has been controlling the ball most of the game. They have had a 68% of possession. And they have had more chances, more big chances than Minnesota United. Um... You know, I wouldn't be surprised to see a last minute winner in here. I wouldn't be surprised to have a see a, a last minute winner in here. But I'm su- I'm surprised that they didn't, they didn't put Kevin Molino in so they could try to border from the outsides with a pa- fast winger. When the game is drawing up, you want a fast winger, fast fresh winger to come and be able to like break the defense a little bit from the outsides. Uh, they also had an own goal. But 3-3 right now, uh, New England Revolution is about to play Atlanta United. That is going to be fun to watch. In my opinion, it's one of the games of the week just because he will say two things. One, is Atlanta going to come back or is this just going to be uh, Toronto FC last season? You know, one of those curses. The cursing just, just keep coming upon the champs. And also because New England, New England sucks, man. They fucking suck. If they beat Atlanta, that's that's huge. That means New England is either coming up or Atlanta sucks, sucks. You know? Or it might be a combination of both. Then FC Dallas is going to play the Timbers. At 8, 9 we have. Uh, this is all Eastern time. We are in Charlotte, North Carolina, by the way. Colorado Rapids is going to play DC United. Salt Lake is going to play Orlando City. 
at the same time. At 10.30 Eastern Time, LA Galaxy is going to play the Philadelphia Union in one of the games of the, of the week. And that Los Angeles FC is going to play FC Cincinnati. The odds for Los Angeles FC winning are lower, are lower than the odds that Barry has to win against a troll team in Germany. That is 128. 1.28 is what the house is paying for Los Angeles. Meanwhile, for the Galaxy versus Philadelphia, it looked even at first, but now it looks like uh, like it's starting to shape up. More people are leaning towards LA Galaxy. Uh, the betting house is showing them at 1.95, almost a 2, but it was 2.32 yesterday, if you remember from our discussion. So pay attention for all this, my, my betting friends, my betting friends. But it's cool to see, because for example, I don't bet, but at least right now, I don't bet right now, but this kind of odds will kind of point what is most likely to happen. Yup. With that being said, enjoy the games, my friends. Enjoy the game Saturday. Grab a beer. Get you some fucking wins. Get you some fucking girls, dude. You know, roll you up some weed. Roll you up a joint. Fucking light up and enjoy soccer. Thank you so much for joining me today. This is Paul O. Don't forget to follow us on Unfilter and Unfilter underscore soccer on Instagram. Um, and also, if you want to leave any suggestions at the email, Unfilter at... No, UnfilterAnswers at gmail.com. It's a new email. Sorry, we had to change the email. It's unfilteranswers at gmail.com for any, you know, recommendations, suggestions, questions, or concerns that you might have with our podcast. For concerns, we don't really give a fuck, but please feel free to email us for the first two ones. Thank you very much for joining. Again, your host, Paul O, and I said, peace out.